0: will feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's guest is Matt Morrow and Matt is the president and CEO of the Springfield Area Chamber of Commerce. Matt, thanks for being here.
1: Len, thanks uh, for the invitation. Always good to be with you.
0: Now tell me, how you got to the esteemed position of president and CEO of the Springfield Area Chamber of Commerce.
1: Well, a lot of luck, probably more than anything, <laughs> but I, it's a, I love doing what I do. It's a great, great job. I, I can't imagine doing anything else, but for uh, for about 12 years, I was in politics, uh, worked for our U.S. senator many, many years back, uh, a little bit of dabbling in broadcasting before which, that.
0: Which senator?
1: John Ashcroft, when oh, he was okay. uh, when he was serving the state of Missouri, and so you know after after that election it didn't go the way we wanted it to go i had an opportunity to to come on and uh, here in springfield which is near home for me to to work at the uh at the Home Builders Association of Greater Springfield mm-hmm. and I had an opportunity then to begin about a 12-year period where I got to work with somebody who you and I both know, Charlize Ruth, good, yes. good friend who now is with AGC of Missouri. But Great uh,
0: addition to our team.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we we got to work together for about 12 years and then I went to Birmingham, Alabama, did the same thing there for a couple of years. And in the time that I had been here in Springfield, we had Good partnerships with the Chamber of Commerce. Work closely with them. We were members, active members. I was on the board at the Chamber, and uh, and when my predecessor Jim Anderson retired after 26 years in the role, they did a national search, and and I got the opportunity to come back home. And that was about almost seven years ago now, and and just absolutely love every part of the job.
0: So you understand the world of construction associations and some of the challenges that we face on the construction side of things.
1: Yeah, I don't, th- you know, I think there are there there are a lot of really great. Businesses, a lot of really great industries out there, but construction in particular—I say this in home building. There, there is no other industry that is more purely entrepreneurial than construction i mean you put it all on the line every single day often on borrowed money just on the bet that you can that you can sell what you're building today and it, and then they do it again tomorrow every single day it's the most purely entrepreneurial uh, industry that i can imagine
0: i know a gentleman who named his company hwp enterprises and i said where did you get it hard work pays that's right that's exactly <laughs> that's what right. he named his construction company
1: it's so rewarding when you see people in this industry do well Because of that, you know that they have just gutted it out, and they've been through—I mean, you know, we've we've seen cycles, economic cycles, that were particularly, you know, just devastating for people in in the industry. On the home building side, especially when you were there. And you see people who gut it through that, who innovate, who create, who work hard, like you said— and to see their uh, their efforts rewarded is about the most rewarding thing i can think of.
0: Now what's been your biggest shift that you've had to make going from the trade association side to a chamber of commerce?
1: Well there you know there are a lot of similarities as you as i'm sure you understand as membership organization and advocacy lobby work that kind of thing but you know probably the biggest change is just the the breadth of representi- representing an entire business community. We have about fifteen hundred member companies as a part of the Springfield Chamber of Commerce. Of course, we work closely with the Missouri Chamber and St. Louis and Kansas City and others mm-hmm. around the state as well. And you know, you add it up, and and there are uh, is just a, a much, I guess, broader focus. So it can get complicated what you're advocating for and what you're advocating against. When something maybe benefits one industry and isn't isn't all that desirable to another, but generally speaking, I think that would be the the biggest adjustment. That and the and the regular work on economic development. What are
0: on- some of the challenges that you're seeing for economic development for your region for the Springfield right. area?
1: Well, it's you know it's a, we're fortunate. It's a good time right now. There's a lot of interest in the area, and even last year in 2020 when we had uh, the overall economy was losing. About 11,000 jobs during the pandemic. And most, many of those have come back. We're at a real low unemployment rate right now. But, you know, it was while the economy was losing 11,000 jobs, we were working projects that. Created about a little over a thousand new jobs in the area. About 40 what were million. those? Well, uh, Amazon made a big, uh, big move into our area during that period of time. Of course, we also saw an expansion from American Airlines at our airport, which was really good. And it's going to—that's a, a mechanic uh, operation for larger planes, which is good for us on a couple of levels. create some good jobs in the area good high high wage jobs and at the same time gives us an opportunity to maybe get some larger planes through our airport Mm -hmm. Um, we're at about a before the pandemic we were we were running about a million passengers a year in and out of springfield which has shown a lot of growth in recent years and we're really pleased with that but getting larger planes in and out of here will be really helpful as well john deere reman just uh, announced this last week an expansion that will add about 130 new jobs the governor was in for that as well so large and small Uh, projects that are that are really exciting many times companies that are already here looking at how they're going to expand and where Um, and then often we have those companies that haven't had a footprint in Springfield yet but are choosing the area.
0: You mentioned advocacy earlier on the legislative or advocacy side what sort of things are you working on in that arena right now?
1: Well you know we work on a lot of the same things Lynn you know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes we do. You
1: know we we want to see significant investment in our state in transportation infrastructure just really really critical and it's been since And we mentioned my old boss john ashcroft who, who was governor before i worked for him right and and that's the last time that we had a major investment in
0: 1996 yeah
1: last time we had a major investment in in uh, roads construction in our state I mean, we're just overdue. We're way behind other states in this regard. And and the tragedy of it is here we are in the very center of the country, a place that ought to be and, and can be a real center for logistics and distribution. We have great logistics and distribution here in Springfield, prime trucking, uh, Transland others but but we we squander our advantage if we don't invest in our transportation infrastructure system so that's a really big one for us um, we're really very focused on doing things to help expand opportunities in the workforce training opportunities so that people can get into trades and and do the work that's necessary in construction and manufacturing and other you know good high wage jobs that are good for people can be great career opportunities for for young people but that we don't see enough young people getting into those fields so what, whatever we can do to advocate for things that help incent that, that type of career choice is something we want to see more of.
0: Now, those are statewide issues. Anything locally the chamber is working on?
1: Certainly, yes. We work closely with the city council, of course, and uh, school board and local community colleges and others as well. We've advocated for uh, ballot box initiatives. Uh, that have helped expand opportunities here. About three years ago, we managed a campaign to expand investment in OTC, the Ozarks Technical, the Ozark Community, Technical College Community College here. Community College. And that, that allows for what is already now underway. Uh, voters through that district actually voted to tax themselves at a rate of a little over 60% voter approval, uh, which is really good. But they voted to tax themselves to to build uh, Center for Advanced Manufacturing, which is underway right now at OTC. Uh, we we were really proud to help advocate for that. And uh, as you see those sticks going in the air, you're really excited about what that means for the future of, of that industry in our area as well.
0: What's your long-range vision for the Springfield area or for your chamber and where you're headed in the next three to five years? What's that outlook look like?
1: You know, there are some really pivotal kind of tipping point moments in the region right now. And... I think it's going to depend a lot on how we invest over the course of the next three to five years. A lot of the work right now in economic development is about, is about answering the number one question that most employers have, and that is, where am I going to get a skilled workforce for today and for tomorrow? So for us, that means we certainly have to have good training resources like we just discussed, but you also have to have a, an environment that's continuing to grow in population. So for us, that's kind of a that's a both and. We're, you know, constantly trying to do what we can to increase our our efforts to invest in that skills development, and also to make this a great place for people to to move and live. We have a talent attraction initiative called uh, LiveInSpringfieldMO.com. So if you're listening across the state and you're thinking about it, go to LiveInSpringfieldMO.com. We can tell you all the great things about living here. But you know, there will be also capital investments in our community if we can do things that. The community city of Springfield is in the middle of a comprehensive planning process for at SGF right now. I think if we do the kinds of investments in Springfield that uh, some other really vibrant communities in the country have, have made, but to do it in a way that really helps put us a little bit ahead of the curve, Quality of place initiatives. We can daylight a creek downtown, which I think will make some difference if we do it the right way. Uh, we're, we're in the process of developing what what we're very excited about downtown in the Grant Avenue Parkway project, which is a complete streets initiative that really I think can signal the kind of development we can do in the area. We, you know, we're in that in that really unique spot where we've been growing, been growing for a long time, but we're kind of at this tipping point where we're moving from. Small town to big city, and it's exactly. in that mid-range area. So, really, a lot of what has to happen in a community that's growing like that is we have to have a couple of key projects so people can see what's possible, see what it can be. And, and that's you have a lot of young,
0: you have a lot of young people here right. who are here in university that I'm sure you'd like to keep here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know that's that's kind of a great advantage when you have a, a community that's trying to answer that talent question for employers is we have fifty thousand students in the area all the time and we get you we get about 10 or 15,000 new ones every year. <laughs> and so that's that is a special opportunity. Now look, people a lot of them are going to go other places. We know that. They're going to, you know, kids go to college and they go all over the place. But we really have tried through our network for young professionals and others to try to get in the school in those colleges and universities, speak to and address some of the potential that exists for young people. As they come out of college right here in Springfield, uh, and certainly throughout the state of Missouri, where you know you can actually have the life that you want here, and there are career opportunities that you might not have known were available but are here and as you do that you're able to kind of create the life you want, which is a pretty exciting thing and and there are a lot of a lot of young people who choose to stay right out of college, which is great, but there are many many more who if we could just make that strong impression on them while they're here. Um, When they get to a stage in life where they're thinking about things like buying houses and and where their kids are going to go to school and things like that, we just hope they'll remember Springfield and many of them do.
0: You mentioned John Deere and American Airlines. What is the real core economic driver of this area? If somebody's going to pin you down and say, okay, what is the big deal in Springfield? Yeah. What is it?
1: You know, it's it's a very diverse economy. So it's one of the reasons that we're pretty insulated from a lot of the economic highs and lows. But if I had to pin it down, uh, healthcare and education are the largest employers in the area. Very recession resistant. You mm-hmm. know, if you think about those two sectors. Right behind that, manufacturing and construction. I mean, you know, those are big those base Those are your four industries. pillars. Boy, they really are. And so once you have good success going in those areas... You can, I mean, you can do a lot. And, and again, we're we're insulated from some of the economic highs and lows, even in this most recent challenge that we've had, it was so unprecedented. Um, we're now at 3.9% unemployment. Amazing. Well, I mean, goodness, that's a challenge if you're trying to hire, for sure. Yes, it is. But, uh, but, you know, by that one measure, that means that we're in the top 10% of MSAs in the country. That means, you know, we're recovering probably more quickly than about 90%. But it also puts incredible pressure on businesses that are trying to ramp back up, trying to grow, trying to expand, to try to get the workforce that they need to do that.
0: So your challenges for the chamber are to keep the workforce growing and keep the population growing concurrently. Other than that, you're just really not doing a lot at the chamber. Not doing a lot. Maybe build some roads, right? We're going to build
1: some roads and some great buildings. Well, it sounds to
0: me like you've got a lot of challenges ahead and really a pretty clear vision. I guess your board is very engaged in what you're doing and you've got a pretty diverse group there
1: we really do uh land and that you know we talked about my my kind of roundabout way of getting back to springfield uh, seven years ago here for this job but a big part of it was having served on that board and knowing even then what kind of an incredible group of volunteer leaders that we had in this community and the same is true today and we seem to never run out of them i mean i i, I love one of the great things i love about working in the job that i have is is just being able to work for a visionary board that wants what's best for the community, is willing to have a lot of mutual sacrifice to get there. And ultimately, uh, that, I think, is something that I'd put up against a lot of communities, and we compete against those communities, so uh, so that's pretty good.
0: And I think very similar to working for AGC like I do, those folks are volunteering their time. They're yeah. there for the right reasons. It's
1: their passion, right? They, they want They want the right things for the right reasons, and they're willing to sacrifice to get there. And
0: they want to see the chamber be very integral in helping this community grow.
1: It's a lot of fun. It's a, good, it's a lot of good work. It's a lot of fun.
0: Well, Matt, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope you're successful in the road project. I hope you're successful in education and workforce and in growing the region.
1: Well, then, as you know, if we get there, we'll get there together because we are all working on those priorities. I know you work on them every day, too. Thank you for your leadership as well.
0: And thanks to you. Okay. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcastAGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.